Welcome back, friends, fellow nerds. Yes. Friend people, excuse me. Mm, okay. Thank good you, catch. Thank good you. Catch. Thank you. Well, thank you. I am a good catch. Anyway. <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> is that what kind of night this is going to be? Well, I'm not the one who's imbibing, so. Oh, hush. <laughs> you apparently don't need it. <laughs> that's right. That's good. <laughs> I had a celebratory beverage you know in, in uh, response to my name day mm, okay well that's good yes that's, that's good. right that's I right approve. i approve oh well, thank you finally not that you needed it <laughs> not that, nor did i want it but <laughs> welcome Here back we yes to another fantastic episode of nerd pastiche episode 15 to be exact to be exact and who are you i am Brittany. the last time i checked who are you I, I meant more existentially, but okay. Uh, I'm Darian. <laughs> oh, I can't answer it existentially. I am, I am a being of this earth. <laughs> well, that's, a, that's a good place to start. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty foundational. Yeah, very good. Very good. Glad you're a person. <laughs> anyway, uh, so again, we are, we are here, episode 15, as we record this. You know, we've already started our, our path on Halloween. You mm -hmm. know, October is the greatest month of the year. Yeah, so, there's, there's no questions about that. Absolutely. It's the time to get spooky. It's a time to get scared. It's a time mm -hmm. to eat candy if you want to do that kind of thing. I absolutely. Don't, but, yeah, I'll eat I've, it for you. Don't worry. Okay, that's fine. I, I like Sour Patch Kids and uh, Kit Kats and uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. That is good to know. I'm writing it down for future reference. Yeah. Reese's Peanut Butter Cup has got to be number one, though. Oops. Uh, duh. Yeah, I know, right? Come on, let's be real. But anyway, that's, that's, uh, that's, we could talk about that another time. Yes. But here today, what are we going to talk about? What are we going to talk about with the fine people, Brittany? Well, we, well, I guess we're not jumping into the segment yet, are we? No, we're not, because we left them hanging la like last time. Oh, that's we didn't right. say that's what right, we were that's doing. Right. Because we hadn't figured it out yet. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. Because we totally threw, threw away a segment for, yeah. for, for October. Well, we we kind of needed to do the Buffy episode. That was that was a requirement for both of us to just be able to exist. Yeah, we really need to do it again. I mean, my God. Yeah, we can have a round two. Don't worry. Okay, thank goodness. If the people want it, we're here for it. That's right, because it's the Slayer. And if the people don't want it, we're still here for it. That's right, because it's the Slayer. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> do you want to tell the fine people what it is that that we are? What is going to be the main course for today? Well. We are going to come up with our top five or so scariest villains of our own decisions. And then we're going to pit them against one another and see who would win <laughs> in oh a my. fight. Oh my God. Well, I, again, we already know people. We already know who's going to win. It's going to be my oh, people. Oh, absolutely. But I am here to make it interesting. <laughs> uh, see, you know what? I'll wait. Because I didn't, I, I talked to you earlier today. I tried to guess any, any, and I was wrong on all of them. So, yep. even though you made some really good guesses, they probably should be on the list. They're just not, they didn't make it. Yeah, I was so certain on one. But anyway, we'll get there. All right. So let's do what we normally do. Let's talk about how it is that we nerded this week. Mm. Let's start this off because I'm interested. It feels like, again, I told you, it feels like I haven't talked to you in, in, in ages. I know. I gave you so much spare time to yourself away from me for, for your name day. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And that it was just, a beautiful it just gift. Was, it was very hard on me <laughs> well, to yeah. be away from you for so long. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. <I> <laughs> 
I didn't have anyone to send gifts to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm not getting. Yeah, because when last we spoke, I was like, I'm not getting into a gift war with you. I'm not doing it. <laughs> but I appreciate you know, again, Brittany. That is a present that you get. You can't buy in a store. It's true. It You're welcome. So much joy. You're welcome. You did get one <laughs> gift for your actual birthday. Yes, you, but I had just, to do it. Yes, because you couldn't help yourself. I could. I really couldn't. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I'm surprised you held out that long. I, it was hard. <laughs> it was very hard. Was like, but I, I did it and I was proud. Like, as I'm <laughs> sitting here, it's like, I know she remembers my birthday. <laughs> so why hasn't she just done this already? <laughs> Maybe that was part of the plan. <laughs> right, clearly. All right. But, I'm like, but how did you, how did you nerd this week? Well, it has been an incredibly busy week in our household. Um, one of my sisters and my soon-to-be sister-in-law, they're getting married next month. I'm so excited. Uh, they, they bought a house earlier this month, so we were helping them move. So most of my free time was spent either lesson planning for work or helping pack up boxes and moving them from one place to another. So in between that, I did still manage to nerd as best I could. Well, good. But it is kind of connected to class. <laughs> uh, hey, I mean, <laughs> so, nerds come in all forms. It's true. It's true. And I am nothing if not a an education nerd as well. That's right. So one of my students, I uh, am teaching English too, and I gave him a choice of books to read, and he chose Mouse. Have you ever read that graphic novel? No, I have not. Awesome. So there's, it's a mouse one and mouse two. There's two parts to it. And it is a graphic novel from the point of view of mice. Huh. Um, I'm not but, the sharpest knife in the drawer, I know, but, I, right? but I still cut. Okay. <laughs> I was able to piece that together. <laughs> awesome. But it, uh, it takes place during um, Hitler's Europe. Oh, so okay. yeah, it's it's basically the story of a of a man, a Jewish survivor of Hitler's Europe and his son. Mm-hmm. Um, but because to kind of to kind of make a difference, and it's very similar to Animal House in that way, where it's like it, Animal House is absolutely just the Russian Revolution, but with animals. <laughs> All right. So people don't pay attention to that, or some of them do, but you can watch it and not know all of that, like. The fact that Tsar Nicholas and his entire family was murdered, possibly conspiracy theories aside. Um, but Mouse yeah. is done in a way that it's it's all of these fabulistic aspects. It's these animal characters, and they're going through a lot of what actually happened to people, but there's enough distance because of it. So I've just been reading this particular graphic novel and thoroughly enjoying it from my history nerd standpoint. That's an interesting, uh, an interesting thing. I, I didn't even know this existed. How how long has this been out? Oh God. Um, yeah, because I said I've never heard of it. I have got it right here next to me. Okay, so the first copywriting of this was 1973. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, which I did not realize. I'm gonna have to make sure that I bring that up with. It's my student. Okay. Um, but yeah, the the version that I have is a more updated. Um, version of it so a more a more contemporary printing of it ah okay but the original printing was apparently back in 1973 jeez yeah i had no idea i think it's older than both of us yeah 
Wow. And it's all like old pen and ink style graphics. So mm. it's, there's not a lot of color in it per se. It's, it's really, it's really interesting. So that's been my, my nerd extravaganza in a week full of a lot of other busy things. <laughs> yeah. That move, oh my goodness. Yeah. That moving. My goodness. That's, you know, when people tell me they're going to move like, yo, yeah. Alligator arms. <laughs> or it's like uh, you know i'm a t-rex <laughs> right exactly or you know my you know my uh you know my trick knee is flaring up you know the weather's changing uh uh count me out here's 20 bucks go buy a mover <laughs> <laughs> yeah for 20 put it, to, put it towards your mover <laughs> very well, well done yeah, that is even, not me yeah i'm not even gonna go that far i'm not doing that yeah so that was that was fun that was exciting so yeah that's interesting i'll have to look that up because like i said i i had no idea that even that even existed yeah in the i think you can find it now where it's you just get the complete one and two in one single book yeah TPB. Um, yeah, yeah which is pretty cool yeah. um but TPB. it's because it's a graphic novel it goes pretty quickly i mean it's still got a lot of depth within it but reading wise it, it moves pretty fast well that's <laughs> You you need to watch the, you read some of the old time comic books from like this from like the sixties. My God, the amount of text that they jam <laughs> in one page. You're just sitting there, oh my God. I'm like I said, doing a reread of Spider-Man here and there. Yeah. Oh my God. In preparation for Miles or just for fun? Oh no, just for fun. I've been doing a reread <laughs> on Spider-Man. I've I started this what about what six months ago, seven months ago? Aww. Yeah, just trying to reread just all the way from one to 700. <laughs> I guess I guess COVID has brought us one joy. Oh, well, I was doing this before COVID. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. COVID has brought us nothing. How about you? What did you do this week? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, mine is, you know, vast, but uh, <laughs> I guess, but I'll, 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 I'll pick something. So, Brittany, I've shared on this podcast before that I have a plastic, right? Uh, a plastic addiction? Yeah. Yes. You know, so the last couple of weeks, specifically the last several days, um, you know, starting la like last Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, there's just been a slew of announcements from Hasbro because they were doing a lot of reveals <laughs> and Hasbro um, PulseCon and things like okay. that. So a lot of upcoming figures from, you know, Power Rangers, Star Wars, Black Series, Transformers, and then Marvel Legends. And your, your wallet has been crying tears of sadness? Well, here's the thing. You can't kill something that's already dead, Brittany. I guess that's a good point. <laughs> so, that's, so You make a valid point, sir. So, I say, so I'm sitting there and I'm, you know, I'm sitting there on a, on a website for an hour trying to get through because there's, Brittany, there, are, there is one word that is terrifying since we're talking about, you know, this is the month of October, the month of scary, the month of- Oh month no, of scary, are they limited of, edition? Well, close enough, right? The one word that is scary to a collector is exclusive. Oh, no. And what makes it even scarier is when you tack on another word to it from two particular stores, either Walmart exclusive <gasps> or Target exclusive. Oh, no. That's And then to a significantly lesser degree, Hasbro exclusive. Okay. So I was, I pre-ordered what's called the it's a Hasbro exclusive, the Pit of Judgment, the Quintesson Pit of Judgment. So this is a reenactment <laughs> of a scene from Transformers, the movie 1986, where we have uh, a Quintesson, a bailiff. Uh, what are you laughing? What? Wait, how? Okay, wait, 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 wait. Sorry, my brain just went, how are you ordering a scene? Well, it's not a scene. Okay, so the, bo <laughs> the, box, the box comes with, uh, I guess, like a cutout. 
okay where you can have where you can have uh the figures um placed there so it's kind of reenacting a scene from the movie oh okay yeah, okay okay yeah. i got it i got it that makes a lot more sense than what was in my brain <laughs> yeah sorry about that yeah so <laughs> i was able to get that in so that's so we're good there Whew. so i think that's gonna shift for the next couple of days okay <laughs> then i bought marvel legends um fan vote silk so oh yeah, I saw you post something about that. Yep, so that's a spider person. So that's yeah, that's she's already hot. yeah, said, hey, it's silk. So that's already shipped. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's on the way. Then the this is the 10 year anniversary of Transformers Prime. So there was one particular set that has a figure whose model whose mold I believe was never released in the United States. So I had to pre-order that. So that didn't come out till like January, I think 2021 or February 2021. Cool. So, and, and then there's all the stuff from the new line. <laughs> oh my God, there's more. Yeah. So there's all the stuff from the new line that's coming out next year that finishes off the most recent trilogy called Transformers: War for Cybertron Kingdom. <laughs> sure, there is. So, so my wallet is dead. <laughs> and that's not including all of the stuff, the pre-orders that I have from months ago that are slated to release this next month and then in November. So basically you are going to have little surprise Christmas presents every month. Yeah. And it's about for to the get next really, couple of months. It's about to get really ugly. So the good thing is, is that there's, there's a little bit of a break in like around May in June, in July, in July. So like SDCC ter territory. <laughs> so you can get a break from buying things and fill that break with knowledge of what you will be buying very soon. It's really bad. Yeah, it's horrible. Neat. It's horrible. No, yeah, 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 yeah. But here's the last thing. This is the like that the Target exclusive. I wanted the GI these GI Joes. They got um, one of my favorite characters was Firefly, and it's a Target exclusive. So of course it sold out in like two seconds. Didn't even bother trying to get it. Because okay. The, because, the, because what happens with Target and Walmart is is that scalpers with bots oh. buy up all of the fit buy them all up so it's virtually impossible for a regular person who is not a worthless piece of garbage to you know to, to, to buy one there was a lot in that statement well yeah in the collecting community <laughs> I, I don't want to drag on this too long but in the collecting community there are there are, there are really two cardinal sins one is going to be being a scalper okay yeah that makes sense that's a cardinal Sweet. sin in general Yes, yeah, so you're buying up all of the crap and then you're flipping it, mm -hmm. you know, so other collectors can't get them. And then the other one is being a figure swapper. So basically, you'll buy a figure at the time that you want. Then there'll be another figure that comes out that you want more than that. Okay. So you'll buy that figure. So you'll, so you'll basically what you'll do is you'll take the old figure and then you'll swap it with the, you know, the box of the new figure that you just bought and then you'll return it. <gasps> yeah, which is basically stealing. Right. That that's not basically that's straight up stealing. Yeah, so that's littered. There's this one dude on Instagram whose account after who's it's just called not that I'm trying to you know shout out, but it's basically swapping. It, the whole post is about the whole account is about accounts of figure swapping. Ugh. That because you know you'll see these things out in the wild. So if you're a collector yeah. and you're going to the store, you're like, oh my god, there it is, and then you look at it like mother f. This is a swapped one. This is a swapped one. <gasps> yup. So they, they, yeah. <laughs> that is ingeniously terrible. It really is. And then I was, see, this is really disgusting because I was thinking about it the other day because these are the types of things I think about when the power is out and the, li and the lights are off, right? <laughs> so, you know, like, 
I was like, well, why wouldn't somebody, if somebody really wanted to get over it, why wouldn't you just take the UPC of an old figure that you bought that's mm-hmm. cheaper at a cheaper price point, take that with you in the store and then just slap it on the box, you know, and, and while you go to the checkout. Huh. Right. Now, the only thing that I don't know how that stuff works is, and I don't do this, trust me, I, I just like <laughs> randomly, I really, I do not. I just thought about like, wow, has somebody ever thought to do that? But my guess is that if there's, if with the UPC codes, if there's a like net weight and stuff that's accounted for. So maybe yeah. that's why that doesn't happen. That's the only reason I could guess. Cause I'd be shocked to not see that happen. Dang. Yeah. But it's, 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 it's abysmal. It's the one of the I worst things that you could do. I had no idea how deep this shit goes. Oh yeah. You, oh, you, you just, if you ever get a moment, not that I'm trying to go long, but just go on like an Instagram site or a, a account or a Reddit account and just look where, you know, where collectors kind of talk and just yeah. look at the venom and the vitriol that they have. I'm going to go down that do rabbit that. hole on Reddit. Oh, uh, when people do that, it, it people, it's, it's, it's infuriating. I am absolutely going down that Reddit rabbit hole later tonight. Oh, and when people get PO'd about uh, Hasbro and they make these things Target exclusives or Walmart exclusives and how we get, <laughs> they just start yelling and screaming at Hasbro and tagging P- Hasbro. It's like, what the F? Why are you making it Target? Because there's no captcha on Target and oh, Walmart. So, so you can do the bots real easy. Exactly. <laughs> that sucks. In, yeah, so then you're left to fend for your, you fend your, yourself in the store. And this is the last thing. The Target... <laughs> The target, the three of the characters that I wanted from I, the GI Joe line is extensive. There's only mm-hmm. a handful of characters that I even want. Okay. Three of them have are target exclusives. Gross. I I lucked out and found one. <laughs> the other one I've never freaking seen, mm-hmm. and I can't get it online because every time it's, it comes it comes in stock, it's out of stock. It's sold out immediately. It's like okay, go to hell. Does it really exist? Oh, it exists. I see it on Instagram. I'm like, well, I'll never see one. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, my. But yeah, the collecting game, it's, it's serious. I mean, we get angry. Yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can tell there's a lot of vitriol happening right now. Well, it's, it's again. It's we, fascinating and oh, yeah. very amusing. Oh yeah, it's 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 amusing if you're on the outside looking at look look at these marks. Oh, get mad yeah. over some get mad over some plastic. <laughs> <laughs> but guess you gotta what? get the right mold. <laughs> yes, okay. You know, <laughs> you are not gonna sit here and mock me. I am though. Gamer girl, you're not. I gonna already mock did. <laughs> Fine, whatever. See, I opened myself up. You see why I don't open up? It's, this is for reasons like this. You love it. Shut up. It's fine. No, no, I don't. Anyway, get out of so my what, face. So what would you recommend? What are What is your nerd recommendation for this week? Okay, so I don't know if I talked to you about it before. I think I mentioned it on a previous episode, but not in terms of a recommendation. Mm-hmm. I've told, because I've talked to you about it before to try to usher you into, you know, usher you into horror a little bit, you know, in a soft and safe fashion, because I know you don't like that stuff. You're right. I don't. So I think I told you before about Z Nation, right? Yeah, 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 I know that one. Okay, but I don't think you ever watched any of it. I, I did, I watched a little bit of it. I didn't get to, I didn't keep going on it because it just was one of those things that fell to the wayside. But mm. like, I thought 10K was amazing. Okay, you even remember 10K, okay, so yeah, you got- Yeah, he's the only one that I really cared about. And then Addie is the one with the bat, right? Yes. Yeah, I liked her. Yeah, it gets upgraded later on too, but anyway. Yeah, yeah, I was here for that. 
Yeah, I love Daddy too. So yeah, she's she's good. I mean, not everybody on the show was, was good in their character, I mean their roles, right? So yeah. you know, so Z Nation, so but you know the premise, right? It's uh it's it's uh, basically three years into a zombie apocalypse mm-hmm. that was caused by a virus, right? Yep. And wiped out and the majority. And they've got the they've got a dude that is basically right. like the cure. Right, Murphy or the Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> because... he's he's a terrible person and everyone hates him. Pretty much, yeah. 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 So he's, so yeah, he was a part of some experiment of, with like, he was one of three prisoners that, and they, what ends up happening is they were given a vaccine, but he was the only known, sur- only known survivor of a zombie bite. So of course he has these antibodies that are built up and then he's yeah. supposed to be, like I said, the cure. And then what happens is, is that a group of ragtag ragamuffins. Yeah. Or as ba- Right, writers are essentially schlepping across the country to try to get him to the CDC to, Mm -hmm. you know, weaponize isn't the right word, but to, you know, uh, create the vaccine vaccine. that can, uh, you know, reverse the the zombie virus that's been going on and plaguing the world. Yeah. So it's it's cool because you know they got DJ Qualls, who's uh, who's Citizen Z, who's you know watching the world on his computers, isolated somewhere in in what's Alaska. And he's trying oh, to guide yeah. them. He finds yep. a dog or something, right? Right. And he's guiding the, you know, the group through all of these, you know, treacherous situations to try yeah. to get them to the CDC, Operation yeah. Bite Mark. So like I said, it's really cool because it has a it has a vibe like it has a vibe like Walking Dead and then Game of Thrones, more specific, meaning that, you know, the people that you see they're probably not going to be around very long. <laughs> kind of thing so you're not yeah. long for this world especially when you're talking about a zombie apocalypse but the good yeah, thing yeah. about it is is that it knew what it was it didn't take itself too seriously it was comedy it was action it was drama yeah and then the really good thing about it is is that what made it was the the, the twist was that there were lots of different types of zombies yeah so, you know there was the there were the talker zombies who you find way later on that were actually have that were somewhat sentient like they yeah. could actually but if they could actually, you know, function as people if they were given, um, I forgot what the heck they were given. Like they were given something like like biscuits or cookies or something like that, <laughs> that were laced with something that would allow them to maintain their humanity, but they had to be fed those things. Yeah. And then there was the, the mad Z's, which are harder and faster to kill. There's the radioactive Z's. So it's really interesting. It's really a, it's really a fun show. A very tongue in cheek, very slap, slapstick. So if you're somebody that, you know, isn't really into kind of like the hardcore, really overly scary types of zombies and things like that, it's a mm-hmm. show that somebody who wasn't really a hardcore horror fan could, I, I think, could actually appreciate because of that comedy element. Yeah. That whole, oh my God, I don't know if this person is going to make it through this, uh, that, that, that level of uncertainty. Because I think it's really easy to get to attach to some of the different characters, like Addie, because she's a, she's a badass. Well, yeah. Um um Addie's a badass and then 10k is cool Addie with um, her baddie Addie Addie with the baddie there yeah. you go and, and then like I said every you know Doc and everybody. Yeah, he's the, the the old guy right or the older right that, that, that's <laughs> that's somehow a a, a, a well schooled pharmacist even though he yes. never, even though he never went to med school yeah <laughs> and then yeah, I like course, him yeah and then of course you know the Murphy and um um Oh my God! The Iceman. The Iceman. The guy that looks like the guy that plays Iceman. The guy that looks like the guy that plays Ice. The blonde guy that's in the very beginning. I've only seen like the first three episodes. 
Oh yeah, that guy. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he's yeah, basically yeah. Iceman incarnate. It's like, oh my man, God. you're okay. Whatever, you're here. Yeah, yeah, and then and then of course, um, <laughs> you know, uh, Lieutenant Warren, Roberta Warren. You know, Kalita Smith's characters. You know, she's the you know the the strong hardcore you know heroine. So it's it's, it's well, maybe I did get that far. You did. She's in the very beginning. Is she like a cop? No, she was in. Uh, she was in the. Uh, was she? Was she in the, in the like army? Was she in reserves? She's she's uh the black woman. Yeah, but she was she was in like um she had something to do with like a uniform though, right? She, I mean, was she, she was, was in uniform. No, nah, she wasn't in uniform. No, no, no. That was the dude in the no nah, that got killed by the zombie baby. Oh, yeah. Okay, Lieutenant okay, okay. Warren was the woman. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just losing my brain. It's okay. It's been the, sh- the it's, show was almost six years old. It's six years old. I think I saw three episodes maybe five years ago. <laughs> yeah, it's six years old. I can't, which I can't believe. But yeah, that's what I would really encourage. That that sh- it, the show was fun. I missed that show to yeah. death, but I'm glad that it ended when it did. It didn't need to go on any longer. That's what makes it more fun than Walking Dead because people just are. Sh- which I'm excited about the new episode coming up. But people are just tired of the Walking Dead, and I think Z, Z- Nation kind of went out you know, on its own terms and yeah. for the most part. And, you know, it didn't overstay its welcome. Is what yeah. I should say. Cool. But yeah, that's my recommendation. What about you? Mm, well, I had one planned, but now that we're talking about like spooky thing, I don't know. I kind of want to do an iZombie recommendation. <laughs> oh, I haven't even finished that yet. It's so freaking good. Since we're talking about zombies and introducing people to spooky things. Yeah. This is not spooky at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's but it's an interesting show. But to be fair, there are parts of it that you're that are very heart stopping, and I I have become mildly obsessed with the show. Um, I think I've got two episodes left to go, and it's driving me insane with how busy I've been. So I haven't been able to watch them. What season are they on? The, well, they had five seasons. I want to say maybe it's six. I should look that up. I because I haven't finished. I stopped in um seasons. I think what's his face is season five. Yeah. So five seasons. That's it. And it's done. So it's done. Yep. Oh, good. Okay. Now I can finish it. Yeah. It's all done. It's all on Netflix. And I, so I was introduced to iZombie (laughs) through specifically Rahul Kohli. Because Rahul Kohli, uh, um, our, our dear Ravi, our dear scientist, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Ravi, shock that body. I am here for it. Um, he plays a lot of, he, he joined a lot of Let's Plays with one of my favorite Let's Play groups with Funhouse. And he, they're, they're based in LA. And I don't know how it happened. I don't remember how it happened. But somehow he got connected with them because he's a total nerd as well. It's not just the TV show part of him that is the nerd. He is legitimately an absolute nerd as well. I did not know that. He absolutely is. He is a gamer. He has a Twitch stream. He is amazing. And I fell in love with him through these Let's Plays where I was just like, dude, this guy is everything. Like, this is amazing. And then it finally got to the point where I was like, I need to watch something on Netflix. And then I saw that iZombie was up and I was like, I could actually watch Rahul act. Because, you know, me, Mm -hmm. after my training, my first thought is, 
well, I love him as a person. Let's see if he's any good at this. And not surprisingly, he was amazing. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the cast is equally amazing. I had no idea that I used to listen to Allie and AJ as the, the band. And Allie is one of the actresses in this show. And I was just super surprised at how oh. amazing she was. And oh. Rose, who plays the, the, the main character, is just stunning with being able to put on these different characters over and over and over again. Yes. Each episode is a whole new character. The guy that plays Clive is just amazing. Like, I, I instantly fell in love with this little nerd who is just the most lovable character and Mm -hmm. it was funny because at first when i was watching it all i could think about was how much um major the the lily white yes major (laughs) lily white reminded me so much oh my god you're gonna love this he reminded Uh, me so much of what's his face from um the umbrella academy uh, 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 oh my God. Luther. Yes. Where I was just like, I understand your purpose, but why are you here? <laughs> yes. But he grew on me. He really grew on me through the episodes. So again, I'm, I'm very much attracted to things that have interesting storylines, but also have amazing characters. The, the, one of the overarching bad guys, uh, the character of Blaine, mm. the guy who plays this character is just absolutely masterful. You, you, yeah, David you Anders. hate him. You hate him so much, but you also like, you start to understand why he is the way that he is. Oh, and yeah. there's a part of you that just wants him to, to find peace. And then the, the character, the guy who plays Don E, I just, oh yeah oh my god the fact that he was there for an episode as scott e and then they were like no dude we need more of this guy and then brought him back as his twin and it's like (laughs) this this character this actor is just stunning throughout the whole thing i mean the 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 whole idea of a zombie outbreak is something that to be to be totally honest always seems super trite to me (laughs) it just it was real tropey didn't really get into it I've never been a big zombie person. It wasn't a huge interest point for me. Yeah. But the way that this one was done where you can, the brains that you eat, you can remember and see the people, like you, you have the memories of the people. Right. And you have their experiences and you live their lives and being able to, to kind of make zombies human in a way was a different take that I really, really enjoyed. So I haven't seen the last couple episodes yet, but from what I understand, they kind of knew that this was going to be their last season. And you can tell they're really going out on a bang. Like they're having fun throughout this season. That's good. And I am having fun watching them have fun. It's just, if you're interested in zombies, but, or if you're not really interested in zombies, but you just show. want something kind of lighthearted, but has a really deep, dark kind of through line. It's a good one. Highly suggest. Five seasons, 13 episodes most season, or I think four out of the five seasons is only 13 episodes. So it's, it, it goes really quick if you've got the time for it. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I the first, I think I've watched the first two, I forgot what, where I left off. I have to check my, my app so because I, I can't remember that crap. But I the, the first, uh, when I first watched it, I was, I was hooked immediately because, mm-hmm. you know, I love zombies anyway. And, and when I see a different spin, I'm always intrigued because I'm, I'm always willing for somebody to step out on a limb when it comes to zombies and do something a little bit different because, yeah. you know, and that's the, you know, the brains thing. It's like, okay, you know, I can let that go because that's the stereotype. Zombies eat brains. I'm like, no, they don't. Because if they did, that would, in, in, going specifically for your brain, that would mm-hmm. indicate that they have some level of higher cognitive functioning. Yep. Okay. But yeah, the yep. whole brains thing and, and being able, like you said, to take, uh, take on the thoughts or the memories of the people that they eat and yeah. then the, 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 the capitalism associated. Oh, with- 100%. I mean, there's a zombie it. mob, like a zombie mob boss. Yeah, and then Blaine, you know, having, uh, you know, going at it with his own father. Oh, in God, yes. Oh, it with the great gets... Robert Nepper. Oh, that man and yes, that indeed. relationship. The way that he, there, there's, I don't, I don't know how far you are, so I don't want to give away too much, but that man is the creepiest. He just got resurrected. He got pulled out of, he was in that well. Okay, and I so think you've seen him of... pull out of the well. Yeah, yes, so <laughs> I told you last week, I am scared. I am terrified of zealots. Yeah. Terrified. Absolutely terrified. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, that is, it is, it is. Well, that is a hell of a segue for you to start, mm-hmm. to, for you to say you, you're terrified of zealots because. I am. <laughs> as we sit here and we're going to, you know, have our main course of, of scary characters. Mm-hmm. The first one I'm actually going to start with happens to basically, well, there were two people I thought of that were actually zealous. Okay. <laughs> but um, I only chose one for the sake of time, you know, because I had to come up with just five, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go, we're going to, you know, jump back to what we were talking about a little bit last week with the Slayer. And my, <gasps> when I pick scary characters, I pick Caleb. Uh, yes. And the reason I did is, I mean, honestly, not, not a really a lot needs to be said from, from last week, but when you sit there and you look at it, you know, being the first age, the, the agent of the first evil, the first, mm-hmm. you know, the first time of him meeting Buffy and knocking her out with one blow, yeah, you know, making light work of Spike and Faith and breaking Rona's arm and, you know, killing multiple potentials right out of the mm-hmm. gate. You know, he ba- he treated them like they were less than nothing as it pertains to being a threat. Yeah. You know, so K- K- Caleb meeting the Scoobies for the first time, I, you know, he, he, he basically broke, he went Bane on them and broke their back. <laughs> in the uh-huh. very f- Oh, that always hurts me to think of that cover art. In the, uh, yes, and it was at nightfall, right? Uh. And, and, and yeah, it, because... You know, he, you know, taking out Xander's eye and him being the heart yeah. at that point, you know, him increasing his value in the group and being the heart of the group, heart and soul of the group. Yeah. And then just, and then that causing him, causing them to fracture yep, as rift. a group, as a family, you know, and, you know, the fact that he could literally strike at any time. Now, although he didn't because he's an, you know, he's kind of like an underling, an agent, so to speak, but yeah. he still could strike at any time that he wanted and kill them. <laughs> you know, yep. like they were nothing yep. so that is terrifying and then you know but but the the, the greater than the the physical pain is always what 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 did de Hoffman say why go oh, for the go for go for the pain yeah go for the pain not the kill right and yep. that's what he was doing because the other thing that was so scary is because not only is he a zealot not only is he a misogynist not only is he a, a psychopath 
and all, you know, and, and using and wielding religion as a tool to, 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 to uh, uh, rationalize his actions and his mm-hmm. behaviors, right? Um, not only that, but then the fact that the way that they did things, the Scoobies in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, their cutesy quips and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of hand-waving danger and all of that type of crap and cracking wise and making jokes, them doing things the way that they would normally do, that crap wasn't going to work. Nope. And that's mortifying as well, because you think about from a psychological perspective, us as people, we, we get to, we're creatures of habit, right? So when yep. we're chat, when we have a comfort zone, and we're and that's challenged when we have a way of looking at things and doing things and that's challenged and we find out that that's not going to work that's that can be mortifying because like oh my god this is how i've always done it what do i do now so that's why caleb was just so powerful for me and he was just the he wasn't even the main boss yeah (laughs) you know that's what makes it even worse he didn't have to be he didn't have to be so he just terrifying yeah hallelujah so I'm going to pit him okay. against my own personal semi-zealot from my list of five. Well, now. Sephiroth. Oh. <laughs> oh, how did I not even think of Sephiroth? So that's my, my oh. first, this is our first, uh, our first battle here. one-winged angel. I don't need to describe Sephiroth. You know who he is. You know who he is. He is is this immortal being through his ascension. He is, he ends up bending Genova to his own will. He can, I mean, the the, the heartless angel is basically summoning angels to just like kill people, like sapping their energy. I mean, there's supernova his his limit break mm-hmm. it's just it it breaks dimensions <laughs> <laughs> yeah caleb is uh i mean he's got the power of the first evil behind him but yeah he ain't uh he ain't breaking not, dimensions exactly yeah. i mean <laughs> he he basically is this this like un unimaginable amount of power and presence he can shape shift others. He can create, he can basically puppeteer people mm-hmm. in certain points of, in the, the Final Fantasy kind of lore. I mean, I know what I know of Sephiroth, but I was looking into him even more because uh, obviously I was like, duh, Sephiroth. And then I was looking into it more because I haven't played all the Final Fantasies. So yeah. then learning more about his, his story as it continues. I mean, he's, he, he can project his will through various avatars of his own creation. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean I, I, how can I argue with this? <laughs> how can I argue with this pick? I can't. I, I, t- I mean, I told you how much I love Sephiroth. So like, I, I can't. know. I know. I he is honorable number one soldier forever. Yeah. Oh, my God. So I think I think I win round one. And then that theme. I know. Well, we don't talk about one winged angel. That is a bop. I, I just. I mean, Caleb doesn't have a bop behind him. No, he doesn't. He doesn't have his own theme song. No, he does not. He does so, not. There's wow. That. There's okay. That. This is probably going to be my only win of the evening. I don't know. You came out of the box really. <laughs> that was that was vicious right out of the gate. That I came out be, swinging. 
you really did. You you, you hit a home run. You hit a grand slam, <laughs> even though there were nobody up, there was nobody on the bases. So it's <laughs> wow. Okay. okay. All right. So would you wow. like to would you like to bring on your next bring okay, out gonna, your next possible? I'm gonna go video game as well. Okay. And it's not gonna be what you think. Okay. But so it's kind of cheating because it's 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 a part of a hive mind. So it's basically one thing. I'm I'm going with the necromorphs from Dead Space. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I'm here for this. And specifically that damn regenerator one. Okay. So you know, so you know, dead, you know, Dead Space. You know, mm -hmm. that's a survival horror game, right? Yeah. So I'm sitting here. The re I, I watched a couple of clips just to I've played the game multiple times. Yeah. And so I'm really talking about part one more, you know, more than any other. And I'm watching a couple of clips online today, just kind of refamiliarize myself and just make sure that was this the right pick? And I'm sitting up there getting <laughs> I'm getting goosebumps and, and and chills, like, oh my God. Just watching someone play. Yeah. That game, I have never yelled and screamed and cursed so much <laughs> at a screen in my entire life more so than resident evil so these you know the necromorphs you know that there's like all different types right there are the kinds yeah. that can you know that they that they basically those necromorphs they're like these uh parasitic that's like a parasitic species or whatever and they have those like those different varieties and they're just these massive these masses of monstrosity <laughs> and, and abnormalities right that's really yep. all they are and yep. they can infect dead bodies in order to reanimate and that's how they essentially survive mm -hmm. now the ones that again they're small they're all different types but the main one that is mortifying is the damn regenerator because you can eviscerate it you can chop off its limbs and it just it picks itself back up and keeps yeah. coming after you and it's like a hunter and in the first thing that comes to my mind when i first started playing that and I, the first thing i thought about is like being a hunter and continue to come after. i thought about nemesis from resident Evil 3 like yeah don't you die and when you play it for the first time and you don't really want to you don't go online and look and to see how to beat something <laughs> you just you keep running that. through the hallways <laughs> right you go like why close the you? doors <laughs> like why won't you die yeah and and after it's been so long i forgot how you ultimately kill them i think you suck them out of a vent or something like that i, I can't rem i can't somewhere. remember it's been a while I have to, i'm gonna have to do a replay but just the sheer fear because you're isolated on this this spaceship barge and you're you're trying to survive and get the hell out of there yeah and because I, I forgot the main character's name was it isaac something I think isaiah was it Isaiah or was it Isaac? I can't remember. It's been so long. It's it's one of the two. It was Isaiah or Isaac, right? Yeah. So so it's not really a hardcore thing, but the fact that there is a version of one of those necromorphs that can regenerate, and if you don't have the tools or if you don't have enough of the tools to 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 stop him, you are fracked. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then especially the second one in the regen where the regenerator is coming and you're in the last part of the game and you the regenerator is running after you and you have to periodically stop and cut him down only for him to keep coming back after you. Yeah. It is mortifying. And you're isolated. You're alone. Yeah, the isolation factor is a huge part of that game. Yeah, it, it, there's so many elements to that whole damn game. Like, you know, alien, yeah. aliens, Resident <laughs> Evil. It's just, it's the game is terrifying. I, yep. Again, and as a horror movie fan who's desensitized, I could sit here and watch virtually any horror movie with my hand on my, with my fist on my mouth, you know, kind of like that whole like, mm-hmm, mm -hmm. I'm not impressed. Yeah. 
you know, with all of the jump scares and crap, but that game, mother of God. I did it for you. It's terrifying. <laughs> so that's why the necromorphs. That's okay. my, that's okay. mine. Okay. I don't know that I'm going to beat it, but I've got one that is in a similar vein. Boo okay. No. Have you heard of <laughs> Freddy Fazbear? Is this from Five Nights of Freddy, that damn bear? You betcha. God, I <laughs> yeah, I think I think the necromorphs are gonna take. Well, just wait. Okay. Let me explain. Okay, please do, please do. Because I don't think you know the whole history of Freddy Fazbear. I do not. Freddy Fazbear oh, is no. the mascot of Freddy Fazbear Pizza. He's animatronic. <laughs> yes. And he's left in, I think it's called a free roam mode or something like that overnight. <laughs> so your job in this game is you are in charge of watching these animatronics overnight to, in, to make sure that they don't do anything that they're not supposed to, that they, they, their servos don't lock up. And you're, you're just in charge of making sure that they don't do anything they're not supposed to. And the thing about these characters, Freddy Fazbear in particular, other than the fact that it's he's just creepy. <laughs> yeah, he does. Straight Those up big creepy. Googly eyes and yes, that grin. His big mouth with his yeah. teeth and like I don't know, maybe it's just because I'm I'm kind of terrified of anybody in giant body suits like that, like the giant masks and things of that nature, like. The idea of going to Disney World and seeing people in those giant outfits is just terrifying to me. It's not cool. Um, <laughs> so maybe there's a little bit of that going on as well for this. But Freddy Fazbear in in the other animatronics in this house or in this in this restaurant, basically, their goal is if they see a living a living human being while they're in this free roam mode, they will forcefully stuff you into a Freddy Fazbear bear suit and basically kill you so it's very nice right so it's kind (laughs) of like chuck e cheese goes real dark that's what i was thinking like chuck e cheese on acid yes exactly what i was thinking yeah yes and i while it's not so much the dead space like silent waiting for something to happen it is sitting in silence by yourself you've got you're watching the electricity go away like you've only got so much battery power to get through the night you're watching the time you're trying to make sure trying to keep these things away from you and you are by yourself so there is the isolation factor Mm. which which is very scary this one in particular it, it really focuses on jump scares like that's that's the point of this game is to you switch over to a different video feed and suddenly there is an animatronic animal staring at you and you go oh crap <laughs> yeah 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 you clean that up because that's not I what you actually say did um <laughs> so it's and then at the very end whenever you you pretty much know that you've been caught at that point you get this creepy um music and and eventually a jump scare so Freddy Fazbear being this kind of um, sentient animatronic bear that just wants to stuff you inside of another animatronic suit is real creepy. Yeah, what a what a sick freak. Yeah, <laughs> look at waka his waka. dead like just look at his dead eyes. Well, you know Pull I appreciate dead eyes. It's 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 there. 
And I honestly, though, even though Freddie is the one that everyone knows because of the name, for me, it's all about Chica the Duck. Chica the Duck is the scariest part of that dang game. What the, What does the duck do? Uh, it, it, it does the same thing. It, oh, it has the same, the same mentality. When you first start, there's three, for the very first game anyway, um, there's three animatronic creatures that you're basically watching to make sure that they don't come after you. Okay. And the one that is, to me, the absolute creepiest is this little duck called Chica. And it is just a terrifying creature with cold, dead eyes. <laughs> and that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, I, th- I think I might take this one just based the on the sheer numbers. Win. I think Jeez. necromorphs win. Just, <laughs> yes, 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 you're right. Absolutely right. I mean, they just want to tear you apart, so. Oh, absolutely right. Or propagate their species. But, yeah. yeah. So do you want me to throw one out at you, or do you okay. want to uh, to continue, and I'll try to throw one of my random ones at you? Ooh, we can, we can snake, do a snake draft. Yeah, you can go next. Right. Back right. to back this. So did you ever play Resident Evil 7? I still haven't played seven. Okay. I know. So I'm ashamed of myself. My my pick for right now is Jack and Marguerite Baker, the the husband and wife of this game. Primarily because the God, I don't even know how to describe it. There's I mean, okay, so with Marguerite specifically, I'm not a bug person. I don't like bugs. I hate bugs. Only good bug is a dead bug. It, pretty much. If it has more than four legs, I don't want it anywhere near me. If it has any less than two legs, I can consider it. But primarily okay. if, <laughs> if it has more than four legs, it does not belong anywhere near me. I am done with it. It needs to go away. I don't like it. So <laughs> Marguerite specifically whenever she gets because at Resident Evil 7 the the subtitles biohazard yeah so it's basically the fact that they this family who was watching over this girl who was a part of Umbrella's projects um they they become infected with this this disease that takes over them and completely changes who they are and the family kind of turns to cannibalism. It's really gross and disgusting. And the thing about Marguerite specifically is that she, she has this like sweet mother that's still trying so desperately to get through, but she's like serving up organs and like she, she just is she she can unlatch her mouth and there's a ton of bugs that just come out of her it is <laughs> disgusting um she she's kind of she's living in this delusion that she is the main character whenever you whenever you get to marguerite specifically she wants to take care of you is this idea Yes, the last bit of her of her humanity. Uh, yes, and you are basically trying to like you're you're handcuffed to a bed, and she's trying to basically cook you, bring you dinner and sustenance to make you feel better. And you're obviously trying to get the hell out because it's disgusting. Yeah, they're taking a very uh, Sawyer family vibe. Yes, um, with and that with that game. It's she she gets very offended if anyone hurts her bugs yeah which are just gross yeah it's just gross 
And I mean, obviously as much as, as far as like the level of power, the husband Jack is the one that's a little scary or as far as power specifically is concerned Mm -hmm. for her. It's just her, the creepy aspect of the fact that she is, you can still see some of her humanity trying to get through so desperately. And then it's just the bugs. It's just bugs. I don't like bugs. (laughs) With Jack, on the other hand, he is incredibly strong. He still seems to have some semblance of a hold on his mental faculties, not necessarily his his humanity, but his faculties, definitely. (laughs) Um, He is i think honestly one of the scariest parts of of fighting against him is whenever you are trying to get out of the house and you get his his car you get into like the garage space and he just hops in that car and then just starts basically trying to run you over and it is in, it is really intense and terrifying but there's same thing for like whenever you're you're trying to get up and he like cuts your leg off and then he later comes after that's when um, marguerite comes back and is just like oh let me take care of you and it's this yeah. southern thing and yeah. you know darian that i've got some southern parts of my family as do when i you, when you get that sweet southern mama that just wants to take care of you yeah. it's it's real creepy <laughs> like, right, right like no you don't it, it hits a little harder than i mean that i want it to sometimes oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean that's it's it's an, i haven't they said i haven't gotten a chance to sit down and play seven i need well i need yeah. to actually buy it unfortunately so i got because you know that's the only one i don't have yeah I do definitely, before I, I let you bring on his opponent, I do need to point out that he has a custom made um, combination chainsaw and like giant scissors, whatever those are called, whenever you're like <laughs> cutting down bushes in your shears, that's what it is. So it's like this chainsaw shears combo that is just absolutely terrifying. Okay. Yeah. I would have to be on the lookout for that when I, yeah. when I play it. Cause good yeah. God. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I like that whole aspect. Cause like I said, it's just, and you know, for all of the warts um, that the resident evil franchise has had, you, you just, when they, when they get it right, they get it right. Oh yeah. They Even do. if the whole game isn't, isn't great. Um, they, they, there are certain notes and elements that they, that they always hit on. And yep. I, I felt like they've always, you know, Capcom has always been consistent with. And Agreed. It's, especially I think the character development as time has gotten on has gotten more, has gotten richer yep. from, 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 from game to game. Because, you know, the first couple, first three, I mean, yeah, we know, we know, we know, we know Jill and Claire and Leon and all of that type of stuff. We know their stories and yep. it, it, it was, it was still very linear. We we see the logo and know what it means. <laughs> yeah, you know, okay, get, you know, get in, survive, get out. The, yep. the, you know what I mean? It, it's not to say that those aren't classic games because, you know, one and two are classics, right? Yeah. And, but, but yeah, I just think as time has gone on, especially like you're talking, describing with part seven, you know, the character development has become just so much richer because, you know, yes. I think that games like that, they, they really just demand that. Yep. Nice. And then four is a classic too, obviously. So what are you pitting against the bakers uh, here? All right. Well, I am going to the comic book realm. All right. And uh, I am going with Transformers IDW. Of course you are. What happened here? What happened? Of course you're bringing in Transformers. Of course. Sorry. I Duh. could Look. Duh. Duh. 
Well, which Transformer? Uh, this is one. This is this is he. His name is Overlord. Okay, so it's not. It's not. Who's who's the who's the Megatron? No, nah, Megatron is a is a punk compared okay, to cool. Overlord. Okay. So, but he's actually involved in this. So, Overlord is he is in this version in this version of uh, Transformers media. Um, Overlord is a what's the what's the best way to describe well in terms of what he transforms into he is one being but he transforms into two parts he transforms into both a you know a tank and a jet so So he gets to pick two things he's two yes so he's technically when he his alt mode is two things that doesn't seem fair it well that's part of the reason why he's so powerful okay so basically overlord is um He's probably in this in this in this form. He is he has been part of one of Megatron's um, main one of Megatron's I guess uh, elite fighting forces. Okay. Um, he ultimately becomes what's called a uh, a Phase Sixer. So really, what that means is is that these are just ultra powerful robots that can just unleash destructive power on worlds, you know, and make them collapse by themselves. Okay. So he's extremely powerful because he's been modified by science, you know, ba- you know, from Megatron for, by way of shockwave. This is how powerful Overlord is. Megatron actually put a failsafe in his brain, like he did some of his other, uh, other, of, like he did of these other Phase Sixers. He put failsafes in their brain. Okay. And then Overlord specifically, he put in a blind spot. So where basically what it means is that he was programmed to where he couldn't figure overlord couldn't figure out how to kill megatron okay because you know so no o- mutiny possible no no because overlord again he this is how powerful he is okay that you know megatron is kind of like a really cunning dude so he's always going to be thinking trying to think one step ahead mm-hmm. you know he doesn't want to have his power you know usurped by any means so the reason why i picked him is because overlord is his sole purpose he just enjoys killing for the sake of killing now i part, just like killing people yeah i mean in all honesty yeah now <laughs> he he got to a point where and that's why megatron was kind of concerned with him right because unlike other 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 decepticons who had interest in power and command overlord mm-hmm. did not care about that stuff he all he wanted to do he enjoyed the slaughter and he basically just wanted to up the ante and take that whole idea of slaughtering to a whole other level so you know to a psychopath so he's a psych, yeah, exactly. Okay, he's essentially cool, a psych. Cool. He's essentially a psychopath, and again, that's part it. of the reason why Megatron wanted to be able to exert more control over him. So, just some of the highlights of things that Overlord has done. So, there was one time where Overlord, you know, um, ultimately Overlord ends up breaking away from Megatron. You know, Megatron, you know, gives him an ultimatum like you do X, Y, and Z, or or you're or you're done. Mm-hmm. So Overlord basically goes in on a mission, kills everybody except one person named Cup, the old Flinty veteran. Leaves, okay. him alive, leaves him alive because he wants to tell him that, you know, basically, I'm basically going to do my own thing. You can kick rocks, right? Okay. So one of the, so some of the things that Overlord has done, he took over a, form, a, form, a prison, created it into a battle arena where he would have Transformers. They would have to fight for their lives in 12 rounds of combat. Now, hmm. their cho- now their cho- and they would win their freedom. Now, their choices were <laughs> they could either fight Overlord or they could kill themselves. So, so he really wasn't going to let them go. Hmm. <laughs> so this is this is how insane. This is how crazy this dude is. Okay. Well, to be fair, I'm looking at a picture of him right now, and it looks like his abs are laser guns. Yes, he does. Yes, yes. 
So he is a fa- he is a fascinating character, and then he was also in another part of the of the Transformers IDW story where he um, causes a rampage on a ship called the Lost Light. I'm not going to go into the details about how you know there's a split in realities and there's mm-hmm. two Lost Lights. I'm not going to go into all of that, but basically he is brought on board the the Lost Light as a, as a captive secretly. And he ultimately ends up escaping because he has formed a connection. One of the robots, one of the Autobots, Chrome Dome, has been tasked with trying to figure out some information from him. So he has to go into his mind okay. and through, through Nemo surgery. So there's a psychic link there. So Overlord ultimately ends up taking over, finds, and he ultimately, which ultimately leads to his escape. And he basically just wreaks havoc on the ship, okay. killing some people, maiming some people, again, because he can and <laughs> cool and yeah to, okay i yeah, think so, he wins yeah and then that's not even to mention him hooking up with tarantulas and and creating a a uh a biological skin where he's masquerading as a human on what? earth yes <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> so that's just a snapshot and why overlord yes he is something else yeah, I think there's too much humanity still within the Bakers. I think uh, the the absolute psychopath would win. Yeah, and he's a big freaking robot. Yeah, he is a big robot. And literally, I'm not kidding. His his abs are guns. They are. They are. And like I said, it's 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 more. It's it gets to a point where we're talking we're talking about fear and things like that. It gets beyond just the you know the the physical right. It's the yeah. psychological and the, yeah. and the fear that people have of him. Because again, if Megatron is somebody that has to put a failsafe in, so he basically does not kill him. Yeah. Because because the science it tells that you a lot. That's right. Because these 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 Phase Sixers, these mega these elite warriors that he had, they're virtually indestructible. Yeah. That's how they were enhanced. So you're kind of creating a monster that you ultimately end. Because what happens when you create a monster? You end up what? Losing control. Usually, that is that is the way that the Frankenstein story tends to go. Yeah, and that's just, that's part of what he was. I mean, he was in some ways he was kind of like a Frankenstein in that yeah. regard. Cool. Yep. Yeah, I think he wins. Yeah. 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 Overlord Sama. All right. All right. Maybe do one more, and then the last one. You can tell me your last one, and then I can come up with my my ridiculous one. Oh yeah. I'm, oh, so I'm going next again. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So then here I'm going staying with comic books. Okay. This one you are you already know the person. Uh-oh. And there's not going to be really much I need to say. Uh oh. You yeah yeah okay. You want to take a guess? Is it the Joker? <laughs> it is the Joker. Uh, of course right. it is. That's right. He's just. I mean, what's understood doesn't uh... need to be said. You know, surprisingly enough, that's going to work well with mine. Oh, good. That's going to work well. That's going to work well. Okay, good. So Um, I don't really know how much I need to go into. Um, He's a psychopath. Yeah. So, uh, you know, textbook isn't even good enough. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, he's not the, he's not the strongest. He's not the fastest. He does it, you know, he uses guns and knives. He uses trick, trick weapons and things like that. But he is the epitome of evil. Yes. In his purest form, right? You know, yes. obviously there are different renditions in, in, of the Joker where there's some with origin stories and things like that. But the truly most frightening Joker is the one where there is no origin story. There is no rhyme or reason to why he does what he, just he does. Is. He just yep. kills for the sake of... And, you know, there's a couple of things. So when he, you know, the killing joke, when he crippled Ugh. Barbara Gordon. Yeah. And he just wanted to, he did that to just screw with uh, Commissioner Gordon just so yep. he would have a bad day. Yeah. 
the the one the, in the story of uh, oh my god, what was the one story? Uh, well, when he well you know death you know death in the family where he beat you know Jason Todd to a pulp. Yes. Oh um, god. Yeah. You know, and then um, oh I can't remember from it was a I forgot it was a series from God it was from Gotham it was from a Gotham Central story where one I forgot he there was one story where he literally he just buys a gun and just just uses it to just kill people no rhyme or reason just because just because so and then so that's the terrifying thing about him right it's like the yeah. only thing that you could predict, predict about him is his unpredictability and then the yes. other interesting thing is is that outside of Batman he brings out the worst in in people he turns them into into monsters and in some regard right yeah look look what happened you know you look at bat you know the dark knight what he did to harvey dent yeah. Right. You know, even though that's a different, you know, that's in the movies, but, but, but as still an it's the, the, the idea that there's, there's very, there's no boundaries for him. No, no. And he, and ultimately he's already broken. Yeah. And he, it is his purpose, you know, by any means to essentially to, to break you. And more often than not, he's going to achieve that goal. Yeah. So that's the, that's just mortifying on so many levels that he can turn you into the monster. Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't need, I don't need to go so, anymore. So I don't know if these two characters would fight or if they would just team up and have a really great time together. Oh, oh boy. Okay. So had you know the character of the Mad Hatter? I do. Do you know American McGee's version of the Mad Hatter? I do not. Okay. <laughs> so American McGee's Alice in Wonder, or Alice specifically, is a, is a video game series. It's, um, I think it's Alice Returns is the second one. The first one is Alice Madness. Madness the Art of Alice, Madness Returns. That's it, Madness Returns. So gotcha. there's, there's a lot of, it's, it's really, really creepy um, for, for first off. Like it's, it's a very, very dark reimagining of the Alice in Wonderland story. And the game, it's, I mean, it's basically a platformer in a lot of cases, but it's the Mad Hatter is still the, the Mad Hatter that was just a regular resident of Wonderland. Um, they is no more at this point. He has snapped while Alice has been incarcerated in, in the, uh, I think it was a Rutledge Asylum. And he basically has created or recreated himself as half- hatter and half robot if you will um oh, gosh yeah so he he has become alice's enemy during her time away um there's his his whole thing is that um it, well i mean i have the the concept art book because it's really kind of creepy and it's it's neat um <laughs> but there's there's a concept art there's a piece that shows an explosion in his laboratory that hurt um, the March Hare and the Dormouse and he blames Alice for it, or at least he seems to blame Alice for it. So he tries to make himself into like this mechanical higher level being so that when Alice does return, he can take her on. Um, so he, whenever, whenever you return, the madness returns, whenever you return to Wonderland, you see that the Hatter has been torturing Alice's friends and all of the different um, 
other other creatures living in Wonderland. And by tr- torturing, I mean he's basically trying to transform them all into automatons. And either he does he is successful or they die. Um, wow. Yeah. So huh. he. he <laughs> Um, it's, it's really one of those things where if you, you look at the character, I highly suggest if you have not looked into this, definitely look at some of the, the art from the, from the the game. It is, it is, it's something that I had never seen before. Like I, I am a fan of the Alice story and Alex and I are, are big fans of it. And I, Alex has created some really creepy renditions of his own interpretations of the Alice characters just for fun and costume design stuff. Yeah. So being able to kind of see another person's absolutely creepy rendition of this is so cool. Um, God, but the, right. <laughs> well, yeah. uh, okay. So it was originally a computer game. So that's, that's <sighs> where I played it. Um, or I started to play it. I was, I was honestly, when I, when I, I was too terrified to keep going through it. So I watched someone else play it. Um, also I'm not the best platformer. I'm still working on those skills, but anyway, <laughs> so the idea of someone who, while the Joker doesn't have really anything to live for, neither does the Hatter at this point. His, he, he has nothing to live for other than, eventually gaining revenge on alice so in the same way that joker's joker basically is living to kill the some, batman some men is that is that a, a quote that i'm not remembering I want to watch the world burn oh oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah absolutely yeah <laughs> i agree with this statement though i, I know didn't you know do. where it was coming from <laughs> yes 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 entropy entropy yes so that's There's, interesting though. I did not know this existed either. Yep. So it's creating he's it's it's almost like there's there's a scene where he kills the March hare in oh. in or at least that the March hare has died has died. So it's almost like this for me anyway, there was this thing about clockwork being incorporated into the organic material of the, the residents of Wonderland. Yeah. That is just really creepy and fitting wow i yeah, this is i'm oh see why does this have to just be on pc why is this <laughs> yeah dang it yeah but this Probably is the, i'll have to go online and just and just watch um and just watch see if somebody has the, the uploaded to watch somebody play oh wait a minute oh no it's on ps3 <laughs> of course it is oh geez <laughs> I might have to just make a move and get this. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's definitely an older game. The, I mean, there are, there are polygons galore. Yeah, so is Dead Space. It's, but, but I still play that. It is, it's stylistically very interesting. And I think the character of the Mad Hatter is one that I, I like, like you probably know at this point, I don't play a lot of super scary games. I will nope. watch people play scary games, <laughs> but I do not play them. And this is a character that stuck with me as just like, this is super creepy and not okay. <laughs> so like top five scary creature for me. It's wow. for me, it's the, it's the human aspect of him. Like, it's like you knew the Mad Hatter yeah. and then something just snaps inside his brain 
And yeah, I mean, it just goes to the point, right? People, you know, people, we all have our limits, right? Yeah. You know, it's kind of, you know, that Norman Bates line, you know, from Psycho, we all go a little bad sometimes. Yep. Right? Wow. And okay. some of us try to, to turn all of our friends into mechanical automatons and kill them in the process in many yeah, cases. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So I think, I think this would probably be, I'm going to say this one might be a tie. Like, I don't think they would, I think they would fight a little bit. And then I think they would start making jokes at one another. Nah, then I think but Joker's too much is is is, is ego maniacal as well. Mm, that's true. Yeah, and and a megalomaniac. So that's he's probably so he'll he'll probably he'll probably kill. Eventually, yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. not in, not immediately. I think this would be a longer form yeah, yeah. battle. Yeah. I, I'll give it about, about a week. The long con, yeah. if you will. Or a week and a half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. That's a that that is one I would never have expected. So I learned something here. Well, my last one is absolutely stupid, but I needed to add it. So you would you like to talk about yours first? <laughs> oh, no, you could go ahead. You're, you're next. Oh, geez. It's, okay, clearly this is going to be something that aggravates me. I, I, uh, there's, no, there's no way it's not. So it is the spooky month of October. Dear. And I, I have a game that I finally was able to acquire. Ah, oh, okay. I know. <laughs> I'm very excited about being able to play. Okay. This game is called Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. And <laughs> the villain is King Boo. <laughs> oh, so I wasn't wrong when I said Boo Diddley a couple of minutes ago. I wasn't wrong. See? I didn't want to tell you. So King Boo is... I, I've known you too long already. <laughs> so King Boo... Um, Depending on his iteration, he can be really creepy. He just really, really creepy in his own <laughs> special kind of way. Like when he's in like straight up King Boo angry form with his his dark soulless eyes and his big old blue tongue coming at you. Like that's that's that can be creepy. Um, and honestly, to be one hundred percent fair. Um, I think the scariest part about him is the fact that he has the ability to trap living beings in picture frames that they cannot <laughs> escape. So they can watch the world around them, but they can do nothing to escape of their own accord. Like, so like, like a phantom zone. That's legitimately terrifying if you think about it. Dorian like, Gray action. It, yes, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit of Dorian Gray action up in here. Um, but Dorian Gray still got to run around and be himself. He just had to look at his picture every once in a while and look at all his ugliness. But like, you don't even get to look at yourself in a mirror depending on where your picture's hung. Like, you're just there. Living life. Bored Not out really. of your mind. Watching people live their actual lives while you're up in this picture frame not able to do anything. FOMO. So like, that is, oh, it's, it's got to be the worst case of FOMO. Worst case of FOMO and I mean he can create portals to other dimensions mm -hmm. like he escapes mm -hmm. through through these portals to other dimensions um he has the the ultimate weapon of ground pound <laughs> <laughs> he has many many fellow boos baby boos as I like oh to call God. them that he can he can call to his to his bidding oh and God. He can he can turn invisible so he can hit you and you don't even know where he is. King Boo is bae. Um, I'm I King Boo. 
That's that's my answer. That's my final answer. <laughs> I friggin' knew it. I friggin' I knew that there was no way that Nintendo could not make its way could, would, would not make its way in here. I knew it was coming. <laughs> I'm so proud of myself. I, I oh my god, I had it pegged. Had it pegged from the beginning. <laughs> God. I don't know who you can pit up against King Boo, but King Boo wins. No, he does not win. <laughs> well, if 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 you're that predictable, then clearly I'm probably predictable. You already were. You already, I knew there was going to be Transformers. I knew Joker was going to be there. Okay, then you should be able to guess this one then. Well, okay, so is this from a movie, TV show? Like, it's what a are movie, we... so that is going to give it, that's oh, going to give it it's, away. It's, uh, it's, um... Oh God! It's either it's either claw fingers or um, I, hate, I hate you so much. hockey mask. I hate you it's so one of those much. two. I hate you so much. Right? It's it's, it's not claw fingers. It's Freddy Krueger. See, I got it. <laughs> Even his claw fingers ain't gonna help him escape from from the picture frame that he's gonna get stuck in. Not... When King Boo comes along and says, "Woo!" Really? Just like Bri that. Really, Brittany? Yeah. That's not how this works, okay? I'm pretty we, sure it does. No, it's not. We were talking about Freddy Krueger, okay? You, from, Nightmare, from Nightmare on Elm Street, okay? So this is why Ooh. Freddy Krueger is the goat, all right? Okay, okay. Because, yeah, he uses a gloved hand with razors mm -hmm. to kill his victims, mm -hmm. which cause their deaths in the real world, right? Mm -hmm. So here's the deal. This is why Freddy's, now, Grant, Freddy isn't scary to me now, but as a kid, watching it for the first time, I was mortified mm -hmm. because the notion that you could die in your sleep is terrifying because oh, there absolutely. is, the, I agree because, with that. because there is the inevitability that you, there's not enough no dose. There's not enough Red Bull. There's not enough coffee in the world. <laughs> Eventually at the end of the day, you, you are asleep. going to go to sleep whether you want to or not. And the best thing about Freddie is that the scary thing about Freddie is, is that he would tailor more often than not, he's tailoring your death, you know, in, it's, 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 individual, it's individually based, right? So it's going to mm -hmm. be based on your specific fear, your specific insecurity, your specific characteristics or traits. And it's terrifying. Like uh, Jennifer in part three, who was in this, uh, you know, mental health uh, facility, um, mental health, you know, uh, it wasn't an asylum, but mental hospital. Okay. And she wanted to be an actress and she's sitting there in front of the TV and she falls asleep. And then, you know, Freddie's on the screen and then Freddie, the, the, the arms come out of the TV and grab her. And, she's, and he says, welcome to prime time, B. You know, the, one of the most <laughs> iconic lines in the history of horror. And then just jams her head into the TV and she gets electrocuted. Or whether it's um, uh, Taryn's character from, from uh, Dream wins. Warrior. <laughs> There you go. That there. is the best line. Yes, that's right. Yes, like, welcome to prime time. Oh, God. Okay, yeah. So I wasn't going to give in until that line. I like that line a lot. It strikes a really happy chord within my soul. Um, there we go. The, the, the <laughs> angry Wolverine can win this round. He, first yes? of all, angry Wolverine, that's repetitive <laughs> and redundant. Second of all, angry his... dream Wolverine. How about oh my... that? Oh my God, I can't stay at you. <laughs> <laughs> this is all your fault. Oh, I love it. So wow. So yes. Yeah, so that is the beauty of of you know. So those are our 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 top five scary villains mm -hmm. or characters, I should say. Mm -hmm.
because villain is a matter of perspective, is it not? That is always the case. That's right. That's mm -hmm. right. So this this was fun. I learned a lot about you, even though I knew most of it. Food did. <laughs> Friggin' food did. Lou. Right back at you. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I guess this is going to wrap up another episode. But, um, I believe so. But, uh, Brittany, do you want to tell the fine people what we got on tap for next week? I would love to, but I forgot what it is. <laughs> oh, God, I knew you were going to do that, and then it would <laughs> fall to me, because now I don't remember. <laughs> Not fair. It's, well, the bottom line is, people, we got some, it's going to be Halloween themed. It's going to be spooky themed. Absolutely. We got some really good stuff that we're, we're going to have coming up in the next couple of weeks, one of which I think is going to be, I, I really believe that this is going to be the one that has the potential to fracture relationships. Maybe that's the one we do next week. Okay. Do we want to do? Do you want to do top five Halloween candies? I think we should totally do that next week. So we're gonna do top five Halloween candy. This is gonna be. This is good. This is gonna be cause some cause some friction. Yes. Because we are vastly different people. This and is I'm true. Going, and I'm guessing that we might overlap maybe one or two. I swear, if you say apple slices, we're gonna have more <laughs> kind of blows. Why would you make me? Why would you put <laughs> apple slices on me? Your health conscious. <laughs> First of all, I, I, okay, you know what? I'll be we'll fine. save it for next week. <laughs> we'll save it for next week. Okay, well, until then, Brittany, do you want to tell the fine people where they can find us? Absolutely. So you can find us at Nerd Pastiche Podcast on Twitter and Nerd Pastiche on Instagram. We have both broken on both places. 200 followers. That was the goal for the end of the first so, Yeah, we, we hit it. That's amazing. Yes. Um, if you like us, tell your friends. Subscribe. Um, rate us. Let us let us know what you like, what you dislike. And the more the more people we have listening, the more the more likely maybe we can someday think about putting up like a Patreon or something. And then you know, yeah, I mean, if you just like hijinks, you know, I mean, tell your friends if they like hijinks too, because you're probably yeah. you know friends with people that you know like cool. the same stuff that you like right yeah yeah Yeah, even though i don't believe in that but i mean i'm pretty sure all our listeners are cool people so they probably know other cool people that they can spread the love oh uh, yeah that's true that's true yeah, yeah. that's right word of mouth <laughs> well all right well this is glorious and on this on we as we continue on this spooky journey until next time i have the one question is it fear or courage that compels you fleshly i'm not sure I'm going to go with courage for myself, but fear for the spooky month. <laughs> Transformers 2007. Got I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>